Brothers and sisters, my name's the Honourable Reverend DJ Bone Kid, straight out of London, UK, and I'm here to tell you about the Everyday Life Podcast with my Reg B C O and my do say dumb, and we are talking about regular everyday life shit. You know what I mean? <laughs> Lock in, lock on, everyday life podcast, DJ Bone can beat it, beat boss, I said it. What's up, y'all? This your boy Reg B from the Everyday Life Podcast. And this segment was brought to you by Black Crown Life Clothing. Want to make a statement with your outfit? Want to turn some heads and still look good? Then look no further. Visit www.blackcrownlife.com. You can shop from three brands under one site. That's Black Crown Life Clothing, Rich Popular Collection, and Black Butter Boutique. They carry a wide range of great quality street and casual wear that will suit your fashion sense and lifestyle. From t-shirts, hoodies, crewnecks, joggers, hats, lady swimsuits, bikinis, and more. Shop today at blackcrownlife.com. What's up, y'all? It's your boy, Reg B. And this is the Everyday Life Podcast. And we are back. No, we are black. That's number one. Number two, you just... Did you just forget to introduce me, fam? No, I You just said, you this just... is Reg B, and this is the Everyday Life. <laughs> That's what the fuck you just did, my nigga. This yeah, nigga just forgot to introduce me. <laughs> oh, 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 shit. With everything going on in the world, you forget your black brother that's, that's sitting right next to you. I didn't Ain't forget you, bit. man. Yo, we're I not didn't forget this. you. We're not back. We're not back. We're black. Okay. We've been on a long hiatus. We ain't recorded since March. Mm, and I'm we a little are, rusty. I'm a, let me start. Hold on. We hold on. are black. Hold on, hold on. Hold on. Let me start one more time. <clears throat> What's up, y'all? It's your boy Reg B, along with Duce Dom. And this is the Everyday Life the Podcast. The damage has already been done, fam. And we are back and black. Most importantly, what do we do say? We're black. And back. Most importantly, we're black, though. You said most importantly. But anyway, moving right along. <laughs> um, he, like, like the motherfucker said, he's Reg B. I'm Duce Dom. This is the Everyday Life Podcast. Mm-hmm. We're back on schedule. Yes, we are. You know, and um, before we get into the nitty gritty, because nobody's living under a rock. Everybody knows what's going on in the world. So I just need to check in with my man Reg B right quick. Reg, mm-hmm. despite everything I know, as a black man, you're frustrated and you're angry. But most importantly... Uh, when it comes to you and your mental, brother, how are you doing? Um, right now I'm coping. I'm actually coping right now, and I'm working it out. Okay. So, I uh, was a bit overwhelmed from the past events, socially, mm-hmm. uh, physically, and mentally. Mm-hmm. So right now I'm coping with everything. Um, I got I picked up where I left off at. Um, when I was in this kind of dark space, mm-hmm. and I started to meditate again. Really? Yes, sir. So you you've meditated in the past. Yes. I so have. you got the app and everything. Uh yes, I have the app, but I do some self meditation, and I also download an app that gives you daily affirmations. So it reinforces and lets you know that you are somebody. You are who you want to be. Oh, so you have a self motivated. So it's a med- it's meditation and self motivation in the same app. Well, I have a uh, um 
a self affirmation app. Oh, a self affirmation. Yeah, app. I you but meditation, meditation. I used to meditate back in the days, mm -hmm. so I know. My meditation may not be your meditation, but this mm -hmm. is my way of coping okay. and finding solace and trying to find, understand some things and clarity. Right. So, I, you know, I listen to, uh, I go on my iTunes, mm -hmm. I download some meditation music. Um, what I, is meditation music? Waterfalls? It's, it's oh. more calming music. It's more so natural sounds sometimes. And sometimes. So it's, that, it's that cold brown. It's that. <laughs> <laughs> Nah, nah, that's too much. That's too much distraction. You don't need no. You don't need the birds in there. That cold brown. Oh, all right. All right. Nah, uh, I, 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 ain't, I ain't come back talking about. Not, was it? Nah, right. Nah. Oh, oh, you ain't no. Oh, you, oh, you on your Najee nah, Ramba? Nah, I ain't come back with on the Najee Ramba tip yet. I ain't come back there with the half part and everything. Oh, my man Red sunflowers <laughs> in the building. Yeah, sunflowers and on um, pumpkin seeds. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but nah, um, what it does and what I did was I try to center myself. So I sit down when I wake up in the morning time. First thing I do, uh, natural, just breathe. Breathe deep, breathe in, breathe out. Mm -hmm. From breathing in, breathing out, um, try to find some clarity. So mm -hmm. you, you, you know, wake up the organs, wake up the body. I always, I have been started to drink um, cucumber water. Just dice up the cucumbers, Throw it in a, in a in a bottle of water. Let it sit overnight, or let it, you now, know, for you, a couple of hours. Do you throw it in tap water, Fiji water, or well, what's the other name of the water? Oh. I throw in Poland Spring water right now, which is a shameless plug, but they need to cut that check. So I throw that water in there, mm -hmm. and you know, it just helps to open up the cucumbers and open up all the minerals and essence inside of it, and mm -hmm. you just drink it, mm -hmm. and it good. It's good for a day and a half, and then you gotta start all start the process all over again. Mm -hmm. From there, um, I got a, it's a, a mystifier, I believe it's called, or the, the dehumidifier. Oh, humidifier. Yeah. Okay. So, it, it you know, you put in um, some, you put some water in there, you put some drops of eucalyptus or peppermint oil. Eucalyptus? Yeah, Leaves? eucalyptus, no, the oil, the essence. Oh, the oil. oh okay, yeah. okay. So, and it, it, you know, it opens up and it, you know, you ever walked into like a, um, like a, one of the beauty salons where they like it's real natural and everything. Not the one, not the busy ones where they have like, or you go for a massage somewhere or like a therapist, I only and they get, have like aromatherapy. Oh, I only get massages when I get my feet done. Okay, that's about so it. you get the, like the aromatherapy and stuff like that. So mm -hmm. what you're doing is you're stimulating majority of your senses. You're stimulating your mind because mm -hmm. you're thinking. Mm -hmm. You're stimulating your sound because you're hearing the music coming um in, you know from mm -hmm. the background mm -hmm. your smell so it puts you in a calmer place mm -hmm. you know and then before you could actually see what's going on around you and try to you know get some clarity on certain things okay and it's so it keeps you calm keeps you level because we all deal with stress there's nobody walking around and say they're not stressed right, the richest man in the world is stressed because he's trying to keep that money mm -hmm. you know the the, the 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 guy that's working nine to five or he's stressed because that nine to five is not really his ideal job mm -hmm. you get me mm -hmm. and the same thing with with everybody that's dealing with stuff so we gotta find some kind of place and i found that place i've been doing it for about three weeks now i can't complain um it's, it's still a work in progress because i haven't centered myself completely Mm. But I'm better now than I was three weeks ago. Oh, and how is it? How has this helped you from the time you started until now? It. I'm starting to learn myself again. Mm. So I'm starting to That's very important. So I'm starting to figure out who I thought I was, and I thought I was built for certain things. Mm -hmm. I'm not. I'm not prepared for it. You know. 
I still have to work on um, patience and, and seeing people's flaws and accepting it and seeing that, okay, this is dumb. That, but this, I'm talking about my, my personal life. Yeah, I know. When we get down to other things outside of the world that we're trying to change, I'm not as forgiving because right. people are not as, they're not on that kind of time. Right. You know what I'm saying? So it's a it's still a balance. Life is a balance. It's yin and yang, up and down. Mm-hmm. Balance completely, you know? So that's where I'm at with it. Um, but what about yourself? Me? How I'm doing? Yeah. Oh, uh, that's a good question, man. I've been doing all right. Um, mm-hmm. shout out to my baby Manaya just graduated um the other day. Yes. 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 yes, 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 yes. Going to junior, going to junior high school. Yes. So yes, it was definitely a proud day mm-hmm. moment. So watching her grow is always a blessing, man. Yes. All, all, always a blessing. Um, truthfully, to be honest with you. Um, cause I, 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 and the only person I've told this to is my daughter's mother. Um, ever since all of this has been going on, I've been scared as hell, man. Mm-hmm. I've been scared as hell. I don't want no interaction with the police whatsoever. Right. And it's like, you know, me, even sometimes when I'm walking home or walking from somewhere or going, going somewhere and I'm walking yeah. and I see a lot of police activity going up and down the block or whatever the case may be. I try to be in that, I wear glasses. Yeah. I try to give off that nerd vibe. Yeah. I'll be trying to walk like blank man and shit. <laughs> like he ain't no threat. We ain't gonna fuck with him. You're right. You know what I'm saying? I, whatever, whatever keeps me safe, you know, right. for real. So Damn. I've been using this little... Tactic. This little nerd, this little nerd get up I got to my, you know, to my right. advantage. Um, but yeah, I'm scared as hell when it comes to when it comes to interacting with the police, man. I'm I'm, I'm I was really I'm scared as hell about that. I still am. Mm-hmm. I, I I still am. Um, but I've been I've been I've been doing all right I, for the most part. I've been doing all right. I've been mm-hmm. keeping you know keeping busy, making sure the family is all right, okay. making sure I'm all right. Um, I haven't been meditating or anything like that. Mm-hmm. My how I've been coping stuff is is working. Right. You know what I'm saying? That's that's my coping. I know it's, it may not be healthy, but that's just how I deal with it. Right. And you know, maybe I do need to find other outlets to you know channel certain channel some of the things that's going on with me. But for right now, the only thing I got is work. Mm-hmm. I go to work and I stay there all fucking day. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes I don't even take mass transportation home. I, I walk home because you know I think you know that's my time to think and reflect on you know reflect on shit. But for the most part, I've been I've, I've been doing okay. I've been doing okay. I'm celebrating a birthday next week, turning thirty six. Yes, yes, you know, yes, yes. More life, more life, more life, more life. Thank the good Lord on the twenty seventh of June will be my thirty sixth birthday. Nice. Um, I'm looking forward to celebrating that with the people I love. Um, and also the week after that, which is Fourth Fourth of July weekend, we will be in Atlanta. Mm. It's Duce weekend in uh, Atlanta. Welcome to Atlanta, baby. If you want more, if you want more information, please go to my Instagram page at Duce Dom. I got everything on my page, all the flyers, all the parties that's going on, and but that pertains to me. There's other shit going on in Atlanta, mm-hmm. but if that pertains to me. Everything is on my IG page. Once again, right. it's at Duce Dom. But for the most part, I am excited. You know, I am excited. Um, for some reason, I'm one of them people that look forward to getting older. I don't know why. I could feel different once I start getting older. <laughs> but for right now, man, I'm yeah. looking forward to turning 36. I'm looking forward to having good energy. I'm looking forward to having good vibes. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I'm I'm looking forward to being happy. I'm looking forward not. I'm looking forward not to stress so much because mm. there's certain things that not even as black people as people there's certain things you try to con- there's certain things that you that you try to control that you have no control over and I think that's our biggest problem no matter what else we always try to control shit we know good and goddamn well we ain't got no business controlling because we can't control it but that's just the nature in us right. so you know what I'm saying I stopped you know focusing so much on that and mm-hmm. you know I've been 
I've been doing all right. That's good. I've been doing all right, you know. Still fucking these skeezers, driving these flies cars, you know what I mean? It's still, it's still, you know, it's still, do, you know, I'm still do say out here for the most part, man. Yeah. Some people feel like, you know, the way I talk, the way I carry myself and the way I do things, like I don't, you know what I'm saying? I don't, there's a lot of things I don't give a fuck about, but there's things that I actually do care, yeah. actually do care about. And this thing going, this interaction going on between the police and the civilians has really scared the shit out of me and I'm just doing my best to stay out the way. Yeah. You know what I'm and saying? And it's, it's, it's sad where... A man of a certain age has to then say, I don't want no interaction with the police, mm-hmm. whether it be good or bad. Right. Because you can look at the, the the interaction of the police and people. There's, like, there's instances where people actually asked the cops for help and got killed. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? There's people that actually called the cops because someone was violating them and they got arrested. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. Like, there's a balance... That needs to be had or shift. And we somehow, I think, I salute the people that are protesting. Um, I, I salute those that are walking and, and protesting and fighting for certain things. But I feel that if this is what we want, we all have to play our part and we all have to figure out what our part is. Because we can't march till our feet fall off, our toes are busted our shoes are run down but if we don't have a a 10 point um solution as to what we want and how we are how we plan to achieve those goals we walking in vain we just walking just to walk and i think we all got to strategize and sit down and say you know what i can't walk you know what i'm saying but i can help plan i can help get resources you know what I'm saying? You got to look at what we're doing on a scale like the Army. Everybody in the Army is not a fighter. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? You sign up for different things. Right. Yeah. And that's what it is. But they all, the common goal mm. is, is to remain victorious and to push the agenda of what it is that we all believe in. And we all believe in um, fundamental freedoms that we so-called have, but mm. it hasn't been practiced on us. You know what I'm saying? We want to be treated fairly. We want proper education. We want proper health care. We want, you know, um, better policing. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? We want all those things. The, pro- the, the problem is how are we going to cha- achieve those? A lot of people ask the question, we need to be more independent. And I say to them, we are a broken people as a whole. Mm-hmm. Everyone else that you're using as an examples, we're never shackled. We're never prosecuted as long as we were prosecuted and, and, and had certain laws put against them. I've never seen a law in the books that's saying, I've never seen a Chinese neighborhood redlined. You know mm. what I'm saying? I've never seen uh, a, like a Jewish neighborhood redlined. And for those that don't know what redlining means, it means that you're segregated within a community and it was deemed that's where you shall stay. Mm. And then anything outside of that is for the white-owned people. The great example of redlining is if you look at, the, there's a movie called The Banker. Uh, it stars Samuel L. Jackson and uh, James, I want to say James Mackey, but I may be no, wrong. No, 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 no. It's Anthony Mackey. Anthony Mackey. I know, Mackie. I know who that I'm sorry. Is, yes. That's, that's, uh, that, that, um, that's the movie that came out on Apple, right? Yes. Okay. It uh, was in theaters, right. but because of the coronavirus, it got, it got shut. It got pushed okay. and Everything got pushed. That's a great movie to look into what redlining is. But mm. um, aside from that, it's a long. It's going to be a long battle. And if our parents, if, if Juneteenth was yesterday and... It got like one of the biggest celebrations to date yesterday. 
and that was like 165 years ago or mm-hmm. over 100 something, something years ago, we got a long way to go. Yeah, a lot of people are just are, are just finding out exactly what the importance of Juneteenth yeah. is, and I don't I, I don't knock them people. You know what I'm saying? If if you didn't know what it was about, you didn't know what it was about. Now right. that you do know what it's about, because if everything that's happening. Has you know what I'm saying has put you in a position to know what this day is about and do your history and celebrate because of it. I'm all for it. I'd rather you you know better late than never. Okay, cool. You didn't celebrate Juneteenth last year. You probably wasn't thinking about it last year, but now you are aware of you know of the of, of the day. Shout out to the state lawmakers. Um, next year Juneteenth will be an official of official state official state holiday. So shout out to the lawmakers for that and everybody realizing the importance of this day. It was to it is to celebrate our ancestors and celebrate our freedom. You know, some of us didn't do it the right way with all them. I swear to God, man, I think I'm getting PTSD from all these fucking fireworks going off at night, man. I, this shit is this shit is this shit is ridiculous, man. Up until like damn, goddamn four o'clock in the morning. But shout out to Chicago. That was the be- That was the best. I've seen it on social media. That was out of air, out of all the Juneteenth celebrations that I saw, that was the best protest rally that I've seen to date. They were they were out there. They were celebrating. They were you know what I'm saying it wasn't it wasn't any violence. They and they actually I think they actually celebrated at the end of the protest rally with a swag surf. I mean it was dope. Really? Man. Yeah. It was, it was it was real dope. That's Shout a- out to the city of Chicago because they they've been through a lot and they put that mayor through a lot. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? So shout out to the city of Chicago for coming together for the greater good, man. That was that was a real that was that was a real dope um was it Mayor Life demonstration? Yeah. On stone. That was yeah. <laughs> on that stone. was a real dope demonstration they put on out in um city of Chicago. But shout out shout out to everybody that celebrated Juneteenth, yeah. man. Shout out to the yo uh you know all the black barbecues all the rallies all the protests mm-hmm. we, had, we had and like you said you know in the army everybody signs up for different things you yeah. might want to march and get your voice heard right. I may want to take my brick and throw it through some shit right. but you know what I'm saying we all it's, it's, it's still the same goal Yeah, still the same goal shout, yeah, man. shout out to the protesters shout out to the rioters shout out to the looters yeah. man with every every on every aspect, whether you silent protest, whether you loot it, whether you ride it, whether you burn some shit down, yeah. shout out to the city of Minneapolis because them motherfuckers is gangster man. They showed us how to do it for real, for mm-hmm. real. They burnt that police. They burnt down everything from the front to the back. I'm talking about police stations. That police station got it. That picture yeah. of that police station burning down. Yeah. That shit had me like. Yes, that shit just make you want to punch a nigga in the face. Like, yeah, y'all, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, damn, b, word. That just put me. That shit just put me in a different place, man. I don't think people really understand when we say, or it, it's two points. There's two things that we could go into, and it's the first segment. Um, let's touch on Black Lives Matter. Okay, what about it? Do you feel? I've I've, I've seen a lot of people protesting. I've been watching the news, watching social media. Mm. I've actually seen some people protesting. Mm. Um, do you think our voices are being heard? It's, 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 it's a two-part question. Do you feel our voices are being heard with the Black Lives Matter protesting or are we being diluted by the presence of so many white people protesting for Black Lives Matter? Or does it even matter as long as everyone is understands our... They they can't understand, they can, they can em, empathize our pain mm-hmm. and work with us to build a, a better situation because mm-hmm. I've seen people where I know our sisters are out there I know our brothers are out there mm-hmm. but when the news cover it if they get in clusters of mainly white people saying black lives matter mm-hmm. does that imagery kind of like dilute our power per se like 
someone be like, okay, they screaming Black Lives Matter, but where the black people at? Mm-hmm. I only see white people saying white lives matter, like Black Lives Matter. Mm-hmm. Or does that, it, it's just all part of the game and what, uh, perception. I mean, I mean, when it comes to the media, the media is what it is. Everybody knows that. It's not diluting us because right. we know what the fuck is going on out right. here. But, you know, they got a lot of people, that, a lot of people are blind and they only follow the media. They don't think for themselves. I call them sheep. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And a lot of sheep are going to say, you know what I'm saying? Like, when it's all said and done, oh, the white people got the black people the, res- the, the respect that they needed because they were on the front line. Mm-hmm. And I want everyone to understand that's not the case. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, it can't be the case. They, You know what I'm saying? Like, for instance, they push Martin Luther King on us all the time, mm-hmm. but they don't push Malcolm X on us. Right. Malcolm X is the most radical person. So Martin Luther King, between the lesser of the two evils, Martin was the lesser evil. Because right. that's that's how they want you to be. Right. The they, docile, want you to, they want you to go the docile, that route. Yes. The, you know what I'm saying? The the the, the pro. You know they mm-hmm. want you to go the silent protest yes. route. Yes. Yes. We shall overcome route right. and keep the faith route. They don't want right. you to go the Malcolm route. Right. And we went the Malcolm route. Right. And that's why I think our voices were heard. Yeah. I mean businesses are already closed because of the coronavirus. Right. But. Now you got businesses that got to board the fuck up. Right. You got businesses that are scared to open because they're gonna get. I mean, they lost a lot of businesses. Lost a lot of. I, you know, I, I would I would assume thousands of dollars worth mm. of merchandise. Right. You know what I'm saying? But it's simple. It's it's, it's when it, but what it boils down to is simple economics because it, in order for you to have a storefront, you have to be insured. So everything in that storefront, you know what I'm saying, mm. is insured already. But we stole it. That, that don't mean just because you got insured don't mean you want your shit stolen. It's casualty of war. I understand that. Everybody, it is casualty of war. But, I understand that. But, I mean, fact remains, we took the shit. We threw a, we, we threw a brick through your motherfucking... Now you got to go, right. you know what I'm saying? Even if, even if you are insured. Right. Even if you are insured. Now you got to go through the process of, of doing all that right. shit. We just made this shit harder for you. Exactly. Okay, you're going to get the shit back. Right. It's like a man with a job. If you're right. in a union, there's a chance you might get your, you might, you know, you might, you know, get a grievance to get your job back. Yeah. But the shit you got to go through, right. the job just wants to make a hard for you. If you come back, if you win, you win. But right. they just want to inconvenience you. Right. And that's what the fuck we did. Right. If you, look, first of all... You disrupt the system. Right. And this is what I'm saying. And, and I, and it's certain parts like take Soho. I think Soho, when we when we when we looted Soho, it was you know what I'm saying it was it was I think bad. Soho, Soho got off easy. They got right. off easy. Fifth Avenue. When you walk when you ride down Fifth Avenue, you mm. see every last store on Fifth Avenue boarded up. Right. That it's, it's, it's a whole different ball game, man. Right. It's a, I think Soho should have got hit more harder. And I know it was a strategic temp- It was a strategic move as to why they hit Soho. Because of those little side streets and yeah. those little boutique places and all stuff like oh, yeah. that. And bike stores and shit? Yeah. Got lit the fuck up. Yeah. Target? Yeah. Lit the fuck up. Oh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? There was a, I read it somewhere and I, I can't quote it and I hate repeating stuff, but I heard it was like a rumor, excuse me, where the protesters wanted water because they were being tear gassed and pepper sprayed mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. in Minneapolis mm-hmm. and Target closed the doors on them. Mm. That's what I heard. Mm-hmm. I wish I could have cited the source because I'm not sure if it's true or not. Mm-hmm. But then you got to understand, Target is based in Minneapolis. Target owns the Minnesota Timberwolves, which is an NBA team, and they own the Minnesota Vikings. I don't, well, I don't know if I don't know if they own it, 
No, they they have. But, I think the owners are part of the. They, I mean, and, owners. I mean, owners. Owners and stadiums do business like that all the right. time. You pay you you pay them to put your right. brand on the court, on the you know what I'm saying on the side of the building. That's what they do that all the time. Own it? I don't think they own it. But yeah, big business does that shit all the time. So owners go to the highest bidder. You know, how much you going? How much you going to give me to put your logo on the side of my building? Right. And you know, make the best man win. That's how that go. Mm-hmm. But I understand what you I, I understand what you're saying though. Basically, Target has their Target has their stamp on on, on, on Minneapolis. Is what yes. You're saying. Okay. And okay. with that stamp, the people said fuck it, and they read because I heard there was like even claims that Target gives us such an amount of uh, they help fund the Minneapolis Police Department, the Minnesota Police Department, mm-hmm. and all that other shit like that. So it it was time. Things need to be things. It was like a walking elephant for the past how many years we try to, you know, we we went that king route, hit us, we gonna turn up a cheek, do all that other stuff. Mm. After a while, your own human emotions kick in. Like, come on, man, I could t- like, stop this. Stop mm. abusing me. Mm. Enough is enough. We have been abused for so long that we are we don't even know how bad we abuse. Like, for instance, um, I had two surgeries since the since the. Uh, Coronavirus happened. Yeah, you have, man. Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, right. I forgot. I thought you would have. I thought you would have got into that when nah. I asked you how you were doing. But yeah, um, man, what's going on with that? You, you, you feeling better? You getting better? Um, I'm, I'm feeling. I'm waiting to start rehab on my, on my Achilles tendon. Yeah, you had Achilles surgery yeah. from the, from that M1 mixtape. Allegedly, allegedly. Nigga, put you nobody, on the ground. Nobody baby. never put Reg B on the ground. If you guys want to see the crossover incident, all you have to do. <laughs> Let's go to Reg B YMCA <laughs> crossover. It's gonna come right up. Nobody your man, never your, crossed Reg B. Your up. man was in the local never. YMCA trying to get never. some trying to get some rec time. Never. And he got hit with that ping ping. Oh man, nobody never crossed Reg. But your B man up. told me he want to play me though. Heard you? Uh, yeah, yeah. Your man said he want to play me. Man, though. Yo, stylish chump. Sucker <laughs> think he good. Sucker <laughs> think he could whoop me. And you know you can't whip me. I, Hey boy, hey man, the nigga, whole style is chump. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? So then, um, I got starting to overcome that. Got it. And I had neck surgery, or I had a cyst removed from my neck. So, mm, so I'm coping cyst. with yeah, That's I'm coping a big with deal. yeah. So I'm coping with that right now too. But I needless to say, this is that anyone that's ever been cut open understands. The pain that comes with it understands that they put you in anesthesia. Mm. You know what I'm saying, so that you don't feel all that pain and you don't go through all that trauma. You don't go through right um, all that psychological mm-hmm. play stuff that plays with you. Mm-hmm. If you understand that, then you understand. Before there was anesthesia, there had to be somebody to say, "Yo, we gotta find a better way," mm-hmm. right? And was it a black person? That no. Was a black it was person a, in no. event in, in, no. in Oh, okay. No. It All was, my ignorance. No. It, what makes it even worse is that the person that actually um, came up with anesthesia, mm-hmm. they used black people as guinea pigs. Oh. So it was a guy, um, they have a painting, and it was posted on Sherry Shepard's uh, Instagram, but I actually did some research about it before because mm-hmm. I always wanted to figure out if it hurts now, mm-hmm. how did it not hurt back in the days when there was no advanced medicine? When mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying, you it just wasn't had to dug it out, right? Uh, and it comes to find out that this guy named uh, James Marion Sims, mm-hmm. he said he perfected his surgical techniques by operating without anesthesia on enslaved black women. 
because he believed black women didn't feel pain. Right. So he described the experimental surgeries on his enslaved subjects as so painful that none but a woman could have borne them. After perfecting the techniques on black enslaved women without anesthesia in America, Sims went on to offer the procedure in Europe to wealthy white women who were sedated. They said this man is arguably the most famous American surgeon of the 19th century. They see him no different than Joseph McGill, who was also a monster. Right? Mm -hmm. They said, I guess Joseph McGill was also a gynecologist. So you got to understand the pain that people go through, that we went through as black people to push society forward. And yet still today we are still not being respected as we should or we're not even given, we're not afforded the same rights and privileges as other people. Mm-hmm. And that's 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 something that we all got to educate ourselves on, which is terrible. But, but I mean, it, it's un, the, it's unfortunate that mm-hmm. the events that that happened, the, the events that took place mm-hmm. are are changing the way, you know what I'm saying, we're treated to where like everything is just... Everything is just changing, man. I mean, I mean, like before we go any further, rest in power to George Floyd, man. Rest in power, King. Rest in rest in heaven and a and a happy heavenly belated birthday to Breonna Taylor. Mm. Um, the, they just passed the Breonna Taylor law right. where uh, the uh, the no knock warrants are now are now legal. But us as black people, we know that's not enough. We need we need arrests being made. We need convictions. We need jail time. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. That's what that's that's what it all comes down to, and that's that's what we that's what we're waiting for, man. Um, what other law? Oh yeah, they they passed the Amy Cooper law about that that um that's that only, fucking rotten. That's only in Park. New York, right? That's only uh, in New York. I, I right? believe so. Yeah, yeah. With the Amy Cooper law where okay. um it's a crime to weaponize nine one one. Right. Um, that fucking rotten bitch, Amy Cooper. And they came out. She so and they went and got her dog too. That she <laughs> they took the dog from her, right? Did they? Yeah, she she, she was seen choking that dog on camera. <laughs> they the motherfuckers came and got that dog so fast. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, man. But I mean, it's un- like I said, it's unfortunate that the events that are taking place are the reason right. that you know what I'm saying all, the, all all of this is all of this is is happening. I mean, all the murals in the middle of the streets and all five boroughs is all good. Yeah. All of renaming the B- Black Lives Avenue and all yeah. the five boroughs are good. We need this. We need these cops off the street. We need these cops arrested. We right. need these cops convicted, and we right. need these cops thrown in jail. Yeah. That is the only way. The only way shit mm-hmm. is gonna ever get better. I had several. Oh, and I'm, oh, excuse me. I didn't mean to cut you off. I forgot a person. Ahmaud Aubrey. Ahmaud Aubrey. From, from from Atlanta, Georgia. Yes, who, sir. Which could have been prevented if a Wendy's employee could have just knocked on his window because he fell asleep at the drive-thru. Is it Rashad Brooks? Is it Rashad Brooks? Yeah. Ahmaud Aubrey was the young man that was in, uh, I think it was outside of Georgia. I mean, outside oh, of Atlanta. Oh, Ahmaud Aubrey was the one that the was, 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 yes. Oh, yes, was the jogger. And yes. yes it was a piece of him too. He was jogging and they said he was a future electrician. Mm-hmm. And I guess he he went up, he, he, he ran up to the... Um, he went up to the house. I he guess didn't to do see. nothing wrong. He didn't do nothing wrong. He just went to the house. I guess it. he was admiring electrical work that yes. was around the house. Yes. And they, they, they ran up on. Them motherfuckers right there. I don't know what the fuck is taking them so long. To burn that to, house down. No, 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 no. For them two motherfuckers to go to trial convicted and thrown right back in the well, motherfucking cell with a bunch of niggas. Because you got to understand how, the, how how everything works is is it's, it's a game still. Everything to every Everything is set up as a game. So we're going to stall this out. 
Remember, you got the right to a speedy trial. Mm-hmm. Back in the days, when a like there were instances where a speedy trial, a person would be convicted, he would be arrested, convicted, and killed the same day. There was mm-hmm. a young man, fourteen years old. They yes. said he, yes. he the youngest um, to ever go on death row, right? Yes. They said he ex- they said he killed two white girls. Seventy they, years later. He got exonerated. exonerated. But it doesn't help the fact that the man it was judge, jury, execution right away. Right away. You know what I'm saying? Like the injustice that we're talking about, and I think white people, the ones that don't want to relinquish power, are scared that if they do, we'll then turn and do the same things to them. But they are white people that are relinquishing power because they know the heat is about to come down on their ass. All yeah. them police, all them police chiefs, all all of these innocent black men who are dying on these cops on, on these police chiefs watches. Yes, like the police chief in Atlanta, step yeah. right down. He already knew that he 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 already knew. You see, but that's the when the fire the hits, coming. you gotta remove well, yourself. Huh? So remember, this is what I looked at. Be uh, Ti and Killer Mike. And they were like, Orlando, we we are better than this, and we are better than this, and all this other stuff. We not like that. We all the quote unquote Wakanda. Wakanda. Yeah. And I said, look at this bullshit. No sooner than he said that, don't burn down your own businesses, don't burn down this stuff, and all this other stuff. I get that point, but don't excuse Atlanta for not having a racial history. Don't excuse Atlanta for not being one of the most segregated places that you could have lived. Don't excuse Atlanta for not pushing forward when. When, when they supposed to Being They do have police brutality As we've seen The two kids Were Two college students I think they went to Clark And they went to Spelman They were yes. in the car They were in the car Yes The police ran up on them Knocked on that glass And when they did not move fast enough Opened that door And yanked them kids out And tased them And all that other stuff And right before you see that video In that same frame There's a white girl In front of that car That is waving Untouched Yeah Waving Mm-hmm so what is it? White people are uh, white people are, are are like invincible in the eyes of of society. My thing is, what was the purpose? What threat did they have in a car? The car was in traffic. Mm. You the, the car did not speed away. It had no it had no way of maneuvering. No, getting no, getting away. Yeah. What did that? What did they do? Nothing. But because they were black. Forty eight hours later, they was on CNN like this. <laughs> they were black. Pay me. They were black. <laughs> oh. And, and what's crazy thing is, this police brutality. People gotta understand, it's not a white cop versus black people thing. Mm. It's a white cop, black cop, Asian cop, Hispanic cop. It's cops. Period. period. It's blue versus black. Mm-hmm. And at the end of the day, we gotta understand that. I, I got I have cop associates. I have people in all facets of Within law enforcement with okay. all facets of law enforcement. And they want to justify. And they want to say, stop listening to the news. That's propaganda. Mm. That's not what it is. You don't know what happened before the camera started rolling. Mm-hmm. You don't know all of this. You don't know that. Mm-hmm. But I do know this. When that camera was rolling, that cop acted irresponsible mm. when that camera was rolling that cop acted like he the, the, the camera was not rolling it was status quo mm. if a man is on the ground handcuffed you take the man out of the car he was already been detained and we talking about George Ford now people and he was already detained and you take him out of a car put him on the ground he's already handcuffed mm. and you kneel on his neck and that's after 
that whole because you you, you remember that the shot they caught before that of they when they threw him in the car beat yes. his ass yes. when the homeboy looked out yes and for y'all that saying but y'all that saying that third cop listen I know a lookout when he see one I was pussy before I was the lookout right. I was the nigga that ain't want to get no action I'm right. gonna stay here and make sure everything is everything right so that nigga was a lookout while them two other cops beat his ass took him out that car yeah. Kneeled on his man's neck for eight minutes and forty six seconds. I and I'm I'm, I'm un, to this day I'm unable to watch the video just for the simple fact he was crying out for his mother. Right. And I know you know what I'm saying right. when I actually hear it. Right. I mean I could I could look at the picture mm-hmm. and get angry, but if I actually hear him saying that, I already know what's going what, is, what it's going to do. And to that's me. So the, I, I've chosen not to watch. The and video. that's the anguish of, you know, Eric Garner, father that's providing for himself, got choked. They you actually a man is talking to you face to face. You sneak up behind him and you put him in a legal chokehold. Yeah. And now, and now they want to make a choke. They don't want to make a legal move illegal. That's you, what I never understood. Let me, let me oh, tell you they're saying in chokeholds. You know what the problem you know, is? What? I think a lot of things that we got to hope. You know what we need to. The beef that I have, and I'm always gonna have it with, is politicians. Because when you say law enforcement, you give these certain guys the power to act for you. A bill has to be passed in order to become a law. So once that is enforced into law, that means all they're doing is enforcing the powers that you give them. I hold the police accountable. I hold the people that's training them accountable. And above all, I hold all the politicians accountable. I don't care what a politician has to tell me because I'm damn sure a politician ain't do shit for my neighborhood. No congressman has done shit for my neighborhood. They come around, they do little photo ops, and they dip. When you call their offices, they busy. They can't be heard. When buildings are being popped up left and right, oh, they can't tell you who owns it. Call your congressman. When the kids want the, 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 the parks to be cleaned up, they're not around. They're not around. They're not held accountable as these cops are held accountable. And I think they need to be held accountable because it's outrageous as the behavior that they're like, oh, it's, it's cops. The cops got to be blamed. The politicians got to be blamed. Rush up to, to, the, to the state capitol. Rush up to city hall. Put the power to the people that you elected or you did not elect. Bloomberg, don't, I don't, he's, 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 he's shit in my eyes. Mm-hmm. I seen Bloomberg doing the COVID-19 situation, went to the Jews were gathering 20,000 deep. Mm-hmm. Oh, it was deplorable. He condemns them. Dudes in Brownsville, Brooklyn are getting beat up because they're just hanging out or because they're not wearing masks. The Jews ain't wearing no masks. Yeah, no, but speaking of the Jews, how do you feel about them breaking the padlock off the park so their kids can play? I said it on my on my Facebook post, and I'm not hiding nothing. I just call privilege. Uh, a person that responded on my post said it's called community policing. I said, you know what? You're in that position to talk like that, but you're not making. It's not as black and white as you make it seem. Because if I gathered with the rest of my neighbors to go down to that park, and we open that park up for the kids to play. It's called trespassing. Mm-hmm. It's called the, 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 the facing public property. Mm-hmm. It's called, oh, you're inciting a riot. It's called everything but a good thing. Loit- lo- loitering? <laughs> loitering. Well, it's trespassing basically because you ain't supposed to be in there. But yeah, loitering too. You understand? So don't tell me it's a good thing when a Jewish person and a Jewish community comes together because they're, they vote. Black people don't vote. We vote. I didn't see no no congressman out there helping them cut the chains or the congressman that they voted for said, you know what, we're going to relieve the trains. They took it upon themselves mm-hmm. to do that. So when someone told me that, I said, you know what, 
Okay, you talk about unity. I get that. But everything else is not unity. That's just privilege. That's just a disregard for the law. We're supposed to obey the law. But you know what it is? The law is meant to create a ceiling of fear. Mm. That you're scared to look out. You know what I'm saying? It, it, it comes to the point where there's a, there's ceilings of fear. That's why nobody jumped in mm. when George Floyd was being attacked and stopped. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Because the fear is you might be next. next. You might be, you might be the one that's not lucky. You might be the one that don't go home to your family. Mm. You might be the next hashtag. Mm. That ceiling of fear has to be removed. And in order to remove that ceiling of fear, mm. you have to reassure yourself that you are strong. That you command respect whenever you walk into a door. You command respect and you speak high. You speak mm -hmm. with, a, with authority. You speak with your voice held high. You speak as a person that you know you're sure of. You speak as a man. Mm -hmm. We got to in, involve ourselves with more, um, know what the rules are. The Jews, mm -hmm. they know how to speak to officers because you know why? They have everything lined up for them. They get the laws. They have their own police force. Mm -hmm. We can't have for some reason. If we were to start our own police force, it won't happen. You know what I'm saying? We don't know the loopholes. That kind of backlash and stuff like that. So it's 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 a it's a lot that we have to do and a lot that we have to fight on because we still have to educate our own black brothers and sisters that don't want to wake up. They feel that because they went to a certain education or they went to a certain experience that they're not black, quote unquote, that black. At the end of the day, no one cares what your what's in your bank account. Yeah, facts. A poor man has more rights than a rich black man. Damn straight. It's fucking. So, oh, man. you know, it, it's a lot to unpack, my brother. It's a lot to unpack. And, yeah. Oh, man. It's, you shooting from the four. You shooting from the four point line today, bro. And I say that because you know we 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 older, so we 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 yeah. we not in the NBA. We in the big three. You shooting yeah. from the, you shooting from the four point line today. I want to shed some. I want to shed some light on Daniela Frazier, the woman who filmed um, George Floyd on the floor. Yes, she is yes. being uh, rumor has it. it should, I, I believe it's true, but I am going to do more research on them. Rumor has it that she will be, I guess, honored at the Oscars because her. Her um her video will mm. be I guess looked at as filmmaking because her her video basically her well, her, her video changed the world basically her video is her video going viral is the reason why everything is happening the way it's happening today so Daniela Frazier for her filming George Floyd's um her filming George Floyd's last minutes last you know last minutes will be honored as uh, as a filmmaker but for you know because. Her video was damn near, if not one of the most powerful videos. When you said we've that, seen. I got chills because um, it's, I got chills, and I got chills because someone's death. I get it, but I don't get it because it's bittersweet. She didn't ask to be no filmmaker. She didn't ask for no awards. She didn't ask for nothing like that. Am I not correct me if I'm wrong? Is not is is she not Miss Fraser? Is she not a pregnant woman? Oh, that I don't know. I think I seen a video when I believe that she was pregnant. But to win an award like that because you filmed a man dying, that's still that's still tough, man. That's still tough. That's still tough. Um, 
Moving right along You said something Interesting um, Where You want no interaction With the police Mm -hmm. Have you ever been In any kind of Conference Not not Have you ever interacted With the police Where you felt That it was gonna go wrong Or you felt like You were unlawfully stopped Or You were unlawfully targeted Uh the last it wasn't just me whenever I had a police whenever I had because I whenever I had a police interaction I was with other people mm-hmm. my brother and other people like that and I actually told my brother the other day I told him um, I said yo man you know the next time we in the car together we get put over man we dead mm-hmm. told him just like that I said I'm scared to get in the car with you man I said the next time I said if we ever get pulled over man we dead mm. but I've had interactions with the police when like way younger, like you know, te- you know, as, as a um as a teenager, mm-hmm. uh, you know, being stopped because my brother had a, my brother got his license very young, around fifteen, sixteen. So right. we always had his older brother's car, right. and we, you know, go to this, you know, going to skate key and shit like that, mm. and you'll get pulled over for what you know for whatever reason I don't you know whatever reason I don't know, and um, they hate like defiance, like police want to see fear in your face. If you looking at them like yeah nigga whatever, that's what makes them want to. Be you know be on it more. That's what makes them want to do too much. They want to see you scared shitless. That's that's what gets that's what gets them off. So my man that I was with, he wasn't even he wasn't jacking them. It was like it's whatever. Mm-hmm. He was like, wow. How about if I do? I, I give you. How about? Oh, how about if I give you this? How about if I do this? I mean, in my mind, I'm like, you know, in my mind, I'm scared. I'm like, yo, in my mind, I'm like, yo, chill. But mm-hmm. you know, so on the outside, I'm like, you know, I'm trying to keep that type of face too. But right. I can see this nigga here. He was just like, <laughs> it was nothing to him. Right. You know, and that was like the first interaction because I didn't know what was going to happen. They took us out the car. We was on uh, we was on 138th and Grand Concourse. We was about to hit the skate key, and um, they took us out the car and made us you know stand against the wall, whatever the case may be. Uh, and they told, what did they tell my brother? Why did they why did they um pull him? Up? I don't know if it was a tail light or he failed the signal, some shit. And the second one, the second the second interaction I had, we was getting out of a cab. My brother and I, we were getting out of a cab, and um, something was happening. We started running. But we only ran because everybody else ran. Right. And we ran, um, we was running through the buildings, and the cop came, and I guess he didn't know what was going on. He was, I guess he tried to catch the the closest two kids that was, you know, the clo- the, the closest two kids that whatever was going on, mm-hmm. and he pulled his gun out on us. And I remember, because I remember I we were spending that, we spent that at my friend's house, and I had my PlayStation in my hand. He's like, put your hands up. And I threw that PlayStation in the air so fucking fast. Yo, and I was scared. I was scared as hell, man. Like, and that's one thing about me. All my, like, my brother and the rest of my friends, they've always like when it came to the police, they've always had that no fear. Me, I was always scared as fuck. Like, I was always scared. Right. But when he pulled that gun out, that was the first time I've ever saw a gun, anything. And I lived on the block. I've heard him, but I've never seen him. Right. You know what I'm saying? And you know, when we we was running, just, we was running just to get the hell out of the way because there was a lot of commotion going on. Mm. And obviously, you know, he came down. He was just like. Put your fucking hands up. He pulled out the gun. And I threw that fucking place of shit in the air so fast. Like, and you know, my brother, he's just like, man, you know what I'm saying? He's, you know, he's going, you know, back and forth with the cop. But me, I was scared shitless. But you know, I was, I was young. So as an adult, I can't recollect. When I was adult, when I was an adult, it was my interactions with police was more so domestic. I didn't hit her. Mm-hmm. But it was just that you know when you dealing when you, you know when you dealing with a woman and y'all arguing, there you know not every woman but sometimes women's go to is the police. Right. So that's like, 
the most I've had interaction wise with police as an as an adult. Right. But just seeing what can transpire, just seeing how a a, root, a routine stop or whatever can go a, a routine just hey come here whatever the case may be can mm. just go bad at, at the drop of a hat. Yeah. That shit got me scared as hell. I don't want I don't want them niggas asking me nothing. You know what I'm saying? And I, you know, and it's it's come times where I've been walking and like the police is slowing down. You know what I'm saying? I don't want none. I I don't want no interaction with the police whatsoever. So just seeing what trans what transpired, even with Rashard Brooks, the man he told him he was drunk, failed. To, he said, "Listen, I'm not gonna. I'm telling you, I'm drunk. I'm not gonna refuse the sobriety test. But I'm telling you, I'm I'm mm-hmm. fucking I'm drunk, man." And for them to just you know gun them down like that, I don't want no interaction with the police at all, at fucking all. I I've never been in that type of situation. I I haven't been in a situation where well at that time I did fear for my life, but as an adult, no. And I'm knocking on wood that I ever do come into interaction with the police because I, I I don't want that man. And you know what I'm saying it's what's going on in the world is making me scared. Not my own experiences, but what's going on in the world is like. I just don't. I don't. I don't want no experience. I don't even want a cop asking me for the time. None of that shit. Like, you know what I'm saying? I'm. I'm trying to be, because even being completely cooperative, complacent, whatever, don't mean shit. I'm gonna tell you this, man. Um, I think the first time, truancy don't count. I think I remember one time, but I, that's mean you. I was in high school on my way to. I got off the train, taking the next connecting train at sixty, um, to 59th Street. Mm. And I'm taking the one train to 66th Street mm. to get off, and I went to I went to Martin Luther King. Uh, so I took the A train, whatever. I get off 59th Street. The cop gets. I'm on the train already. Mm. I seen the cop get on the train at 42nd Street mm. or 34th Street. Mm. I'm in the car. He's in the car. Nothing. You know what I'm saying? It's a. It's like 8:30, maybe 8:45, going on to 9 o'clock in the morning. Mm. I'm late. Cool. He's. I get up to 59th Street and I'm about to step on the next train. He tells me to come with him. I said. What's up, y'all? It's your boy, Reg B, CEO from the Everyday Life Podcast. And this segment is brought to you by Black Crown Life Clothing. Want to make a statement with your outfit? Want to turn some heads and still look good? Then look no further. Visit blackcrownlife.com. You can shop from three brands under one site. That's Black Crown Life Clothing, Rich Poplar Collection, and Black Butter Boutique. They carry a wide range of great quality street and casual wear that will suit your fashion sense and lifestyle. From t-shirts, hoodies, crewnecks, joggers, hats, ladies swimwear, bikini, and more. Don't forget to shop today at blackcrownlyfe.com. For what? He says, what school do you go to? I said, I go to Martin Luther King. I'm going there right now. Mm. You know, this cop takes me all the way back down to the transit bureau (laughs) at 42nd Street. Mm -hmm. Writes me some kind of uh, summons or whatever like that. Mm. And then tells me I could go to school. I said, I was on my way to school. Why Why would you, like, does that make any sense? Talking about I was being a truant. You can't be a truant going to where you're supposed to be. You're late. That's not truancy. <laughs> True. I'm not going in the opposite direction of where the school was. Mm-hmm. I'm going towards it. That's common sense. It, we, we, cops don't have no... And it was a black cop. 
Mm. So like I said before earlier, it's cops versus black people. It's not. Mm. It doesn't matter. Once you're behind that badge, mm. your brain is programmed to do whatever to do that. Mm. A couple of instances before, I had a car back in the days. I remember one time we coming around the corner. We was uh, going home, playing um, some music. I think we was playing Jim Jones, riding, going home. Cop stopped us. Where we going? My license is in Virginia. You know what I'm saying? Mm. My insurance is whatever. He's like, what you doing around here? Mm. I said, I'm going to my mother's house. She's living up the block. They want to have a big, they want to interrogate it. Uh, a couple other times coming from the gym. A bunch of us going. For, we went to play ball. We all in the car heading home. Mm. Cop stops us. He's like, where you guys coming from? Coming from the gym. Mm. Why are you sweating? I'm coming from the gym. Mm. We are dressed in gym clothes. Mm. We all look sweaty and stink. Mm. What did you guys do today? We just came from playing ball. Do you have any guns in the car? Yeah, we got a bazooka in the trunk. Mm. <laughs> and we got some grenades under the seat. Mm. He didn't like that. He said, all right, guys, have a good night. Mm. All right, cool. Mm. I could, this could go on for days, but we... Took the J train. We just went in when we was younger, 17, 8, 17. We just won a championship game in some kind of rec tournament, whatever like that. Trophies sticking out of our bags. Remember the trophies used to be taller than you? Yeah, yeah, right. They sticking out of our book bags. Mm -hmm. Where you guys coming from? We smiling. Other guy, all my other boys, they stopped. I'm walking with them. You know how you walking with somebody, think they walking with you, and then you yeah. turn around, there's nobody, nobody there. Back there yeah. They're like, yo, Reg, come back. I said, mm. for what? <laughs> two white cop, two white DTs, four white DTs jump out on us. What happened? Where you guys coming from? We coming from playing ball. We just won our game. Mm. We're going home. We're going to my friend's house, mm. which is down the block. What's the problem, officer? Oh, you guys fit the description. Fit the description of what? Mm. What happened at the fit the description of? There's so much arbitrary, arbitrary, arbitrary language that is disgusting. Because uh -huh. if you walk out of a house, you could say, yo, this guy had on a white t-shirt and glasses. He fits the description. That's all it takes. That's all it takes, and that's the in, that's the inequality that's wrong with this place. Um, right while during the height of the George Floyd protesting and the Black Lives Matter protesting and Breonna Taylor protesting, the mob, um, Aubrey protesting, mm -hmm. there was a shootout. Myself, a couple of my neighbors were chilling outside, and we all hear the gunshots. Mm -hmm. Come to find out They shot over 90 times mm. Rapid succession mm. 90 times Okay um, We see the birds in the sky mm. Alright cool No problem Now I, the block I live on Is a one way block These cars are going At least 70 miles an hour And they coming from all directions Going to the scene of the crime mm. <laughs> Cool the cop car coming up But it's driving real slow It's driving slow enough That you could tell Like yo You know the thing is down there Everybody else mm. Why are you the only one That's coming coping slow He drives by us Nothing The cop now The cop car It was a uh, What was it The Explorer Cruiser Whatever they call yeah, it the Ford, Yeah, yeah. What, The Ford Explorer Or yeah. that fucking Bum ass Chevy Malibu Nah the got. Ford Explorer Okay So now the Ford Explorer Turns a corner As it turns a corner And makes a right Slowly 
it rolls over some kind of object in the street mm. and it makes a noise. Five minutes later, this cop car comes by, passes us, jumps out the car. The the, the cop in on the on the passenger side comes out and real hostile. Mm. Yo, the fuck y'all throwing at us? What was y'all y'all throwing stuff at us? Mm. Be like throwing stuff at y'all. We ain't throwing no big. Why would we do that? Like for what? Mm. The cop in the driver's side now comes out with his guns drawn. Mm. So. Our attention was on the cop that jumped out first. Mm. Not the person to the right of me, to the left of me said, yo, why you have to pull out your gun for? Mm. What's, what's the point of pulling out your gun? Mm. We're like, you're all the way at the corner. We, you know where my house is. The corner from my house is, is, is quite a distance to throw something. Oh, we feel like we're being ambushed. You got, you, did you guys throw something at us? Why? For what? what? What's the point of throwing things at you? Mm. And his recourse was... You know, after he surveyed the area and stuff, and neighbors started coming out and stuff like that, and he was like, "You know, we don't know who's doing it, but that's not that's neither here or there. You came out with an attitude. You didn't ask no questions. You came out guns blazing, and you put everybody in a state of of fright and fear mm. because we're just there on the corner. We're not even on the corner. We're there in front of our houses, watching the cops drive by." Mm. You're the only cop that came back five minutes later, slowly driving again, trying to interrogate us for something that we have no idea what you're talking about or even what's going on in the corner. Mm. Then, you know, one of the guys that one of my neighbors said, yo, I'm a, I've been in the Navy. I've been in the Army. I'm a, I'm a Marine. Mm. If you pull out your gun, you got to be accountable for what you do. He said, well, this ain't the Army. Mm. We pull out our guns anytime we want to. The other cop and I was flicking up and down his um his camera on his on his chest to say like yo it's a glitch mm. so if anything goes wrong mm. he can't record it's a glitch you know mm. I said yo all four parties involved three out of the four parties involved were guys one was a federal officer one was a marine and one was a retired marine mm. and I'm the only civilian so I'm like what's the point. What part of this menace? Like, since when do somebody throw something at your car? Do you not then call? Do you not reverse and see what was going on? Why do you come back five minutes later and accuse people? Whoever's outside has to be the person. Oh, it didn't happen right away. No, they came back five minutes later. Oh. They came back five minutes later driving the same speed they drove before. And be like, yo, what was going on here? How do you accuse somebody of throwing something at you and come back five minutes later? You are there to protect and serve. You have the gun. You have the badge. You have all the resources in your favor. You have the bulletproof car. Mm -hmm. So if even somebody threw something at you, you call for backup. You don't come back five minutes later and draw your guns on people. Mm. Oh, we don't. We could pull out our guns anytime. We don't care. That attitude right there has to change. They don't have no customer service they don't know how to de-escalate situations they provoke people they put fear in people's heart it's a natural reaction someone pulls a gun on you and you don't have that like you never got a gun pulled on you before mm. and if it does get pulled on you you don't want to get hit with it you don't want to get shot mm. you're gonna run our brains are taught to see what we see on TV. Somebody got a gun, we get low. Somebody starts shooting, we get low. Somebody got a gun and they point it at you, you run. Mm. The cops got to be better at 
it's a lot that needs to be done with this police force. It's a lot that needs to be done all around it. And the problem is each police force and each place that you go, they are different. They don't all follow the same rules. They tweak it to their, for their convenience. Mm-hmm. And that right there is a big problem. Um, then you, you know, it's, it's a, it's a full on battle with black people and people or minorities and stuff like that. But it's only certain minorities. I have never heard a Chinese person getting shot or being racially profiled for stuff. Just uh, you know, the others. Do the, you think we need to stop being called minorities? Yes, I do. I agree. It's powers and words, and we need to. Like I, I must say. I spoke to a lot of people, and a lot of people said they've learned more during this quarantine than they learned. And they've learned, right, exactly. Yeah. So, yeah, I've heard that too. It's a lot that needs to be taught, and we don't have enough time. I don't have enough knowledge. There's so much things that we didn't even touch yeah. on because it's I defer to you when it comes to this, man, because, I mean, you know, you are, it's you cra- are definitely, you know what I'm saying? It's crazy because even, like, having a conversation, us going back and forth, it's crazy because... It's so much things that need to be put in place. Like, where do we start? How do we start to build? You know what I'm saying? Like, I can't even talk to people I consider my friends that are in law enforcement because they're now blue. And they're so blue. That they don't even see it your way. No. They're so so jaded. They don't even see that shit your way. They say to me, like... There's an officer in Buffalo. They're trying to bring back her case because she lost her pension. Had any cop stepped in and pushed that cop off of the cop, that cop that was the one that stopped that that situation, mm. he'd have been fired Fire, from the yeah. police. Could you understand how the bully is telling you? This is the... All right, think about this. Lamest terms. We all know Crips. We all know Bloods. Mm. You, or however you want to flip it, mm. gang member. Gang members to, to like you know, they have a person or whatever in the chokehold, or they doing too much, mm-hmm. and you the big homie or the little homie say, "Yo, that's enough." Oh, we are gonna deal with you when we get back to the set. I'm gonna let the homies know yeah. how you moving, how you out, moving here. out here. Yeah, that's the same mentality that the cops have. So when people say the cops right. are the biggest gangs, they are. They are. These motherfuckers don't even want to work no more. They taking they, they, every every city's being defunded. Hundred million dollars here, yeah. twenty million dollars here to fund you know the to, to fund the uh, the programs in um in the in the black community. But I don't. Mm. These motherfuckers don't even want to work. Look, these the, and, and you know and on the news, you know what they're saying? Oh yeah, sick cops outs. Are com- com- cops are confiscating fireworks. No, they not. These niggas are they letting, letting them. Sh- the cops are the ones work. that's helping them. Niggas is in Marcy shooting fucking Roman <laughs> candles at each other. Them niggas ain't doing jack did you shit. See the, did you see the the footage yes. of when the cop the dudes were fighting? I think it was in the yes, Bronx. they were fighting. I think they, and I think they only was there to see to, to, to make sure nobody got shot or stabbed. I think that was the only reason why they was there. But they was rumbling. They was just like this. He put the knife out. No, put the gun out. Nothing. Uh, Let him all right, fight. All right, all right. You know what I'm saying? That was it. They were only there to make sure nobody had nobody Listen. had a weapon. Niggas is running through Marcy projects, shooting. I mean, it's better than a gun, but still and all, these niggas are shooting Roman candles at each other, mm-hmm. running through the projects, lighting up M80s, three thirty at night. These motherfuckers ain't doing nothing. They don't even want to work. All them cops in Atlanta walked off the job. Oh, they like, well, you know, fuck it, man. Y'all going, y'all going to arrest him for doing? For they, I guess you know they feel like that that um, Rashard Brooks situation was mm. doing their job. Are you going right. to arrest him for doing his job? Y'all ain't got our back. Fuck y'all. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? I'm gonna tell you this: what I, what the officer said, right? They said someone 
It said NYPD going on strike July 4th. The officer replies, that fly is nonsense. That would be illegal per the Taylor Act and union would be fined. Who cares if the union is fined? Unions get fined all the time. Now, <laughs> mm-hmm. he goes on to say, they don't need to go on strike to have an effect. No one's stopping anyone on the streets anymore for fear of things going sideways. And the DA's office isn't prosecuting anything that doesn't make the news anymore. Do you understand? This is coming from the mouth of an officer. Mm. That they are more butthurt because the bad cops are being held accountable. It's accountability that's the problem. And they say, and they people say, oh, not all cops are bad, but just some. Let me give you a perfect <laughs> analogy. You buy strawberries, right? You wash the strawberries. You put the strawberries in the fridge or whatever. Mm. You clean the strawberries off. If one of those strawberries is bad. Do you know it goes to the, all the other strawberries and it kills the whole oh, batch? Oh, the whole batch. Okay. That is the premise of what a bad apple does or a bad strawberry does to fruit. So imagine if one bad cop does that mm. to a good cop. You corrupt. The, the bad corrupts the good. And that reminds me of... Um that remind me of Chris Rock. <laughs> of uh, his, his tambourine stand-up on Netflix. Yeah. When he said, you know, they were like, you know, most of, the, you know, most of our cops aren't bad. They, you know what I'm saying? We just got some bad apples. Right. He was like, well, there's some jobs that just everybody got to be good. Right. You can't go. Delta Airlines saying, you know, some of our pilots like the land. Right. And some we of them just was... got some bad apples. <laughs> and no. Some, no. Exactly. It don't work like <laughs> that. It don't fucking work how like that. How fucking dare you, you know, Shout out to Chris Rock and that tambourine special. But how that do you, shit was a How do you justify a bad person by saying, yo, it, 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 they just the bad ones? No. And when we hold that bad person accountable, mm-hmm. the good ones then want to say, well, fuck it. You... It's a war against us. Good ones don't want to go against the grain. And that's why they're not speaking up. Of course not. They don't want to be blackballed. Because I always said, I say, yo, I had these conversations. I say, yo, why don't these good cops, you know what I'm saying? Stand on the side with the protesters. Stand on that side. Call out and stand on that side. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Against the bad cops. That's how you separate it. I saw I separate a lot of people because I learned a lot of things during these past weeks where I noticed that people Mm -hmm. are... Like they don't want to talk about the elephant in the room, mm-hmm. and at this type Absolutely of and, and this time and age, you gotta listen. If you're not my color and you still on that kind of time, and you of a different color and you on my time, then mm-hmm. you're more of a friend to me than that person is of my color, because you understand the plight of the black man. You understand the plight of the black woman. You understand the plight of a whole race at whole. It don't matter what you are. They are doing this shit around the world. They got black cops in South Africa killing black people just because they don't agree with them. They got it all over the world. It's a power. It's a a power. No one of power wants to relinquish it or share the power with the common man. Guys tell me, yo, when you join the army and all this other stuff, you're told that you're you're there to protect those that can't help themselves. You're there to protect the sheep. Right? Basically. Now, it's the same principles that follow in the police department. You know what I'm saying? You're there to protect those that can't protect themselves and can't help themselves. Mm. So when those that do try to protect themselves and help themselves, mm. you find that as a resistance. It's not a resistance. People are tired of being hurt. People are tired of being of crying. Mothers are tired of losing sons. Mothers, pe- wives are tired of losing husbands. Husbands are tired of losing wives. Like you're sleeping in your home, someone comes in. You want to protect yourself. You get killed. And it's justifiable. Everybody goes home. A child is playing in the park with a BB gun. Before the cops, st- before the patrol car stops, the kid is already dropped. The kid drops to the ground dead before the cop, e- the p- patrol car stops. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Mm. 
There was a video of a kid playing in his in his own garage, and he seen a cop car, and he hid behind the car. Yeah, I saw that. He saw the car. He was, he was playing ball in his driveway, and he hit. And he that's hit traumatic. The, he hit behind the garbage can. When the that's traumatic. Came. That's fucking unbelievable. That's disgusting. That's and traumatic. And for our young, oh man, that shit is just. The, I was at a loss for words when I saw. It. I said, well, "Get the fuck out of here." Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's it's it's, it's almost like what Pop said on Friday. Like your mother and I would have never moved to this neighborhood if you knew you needed a gun to walk down the damn street. And but you, you, I used to be a big proponent of gun of not having a gun, and I'm I learned I'm all for it. I'm all for that. I shit understand now. the right to bear arms because when you go to a protest, I'm not big on oh we okay I'm gonna work my nine to five for the white man, then I'm gonna get off at F five, and then we gonna protest. Protest should not be a happy hour situation. Protest should be strategically formed that you hurt people in their pockets. You don't go work for the man and then go protest. Yeah, yeah right, right, right. You don't go to work at 9 and it's 6.30. I'm talking about, oh, yeah, I'm on protest time. Get the fuck out of here. No. You wake up and that's what the fuck you go do. Right. Nigga talking about, I'll meet you after work. What the fuck you mean? Like it's happy hour. Right. Nigga, you're not going to meet me now. I've been out here nine hours. You going to pull up talking about Black Lives Matter? No. Nigga, you going to stand on the front line with me or you not? Oh, and that's what I said. We all got to find our roles. 5% protest ass nigga. Yeah. 5% is in the protest game too. Whoever is, because it's a between an activist and an organizer mm-hmm. it's a big difference and that's what it boils down to the activist is going to grab the people but the one that organizes has the activist has to lead from the organizer and they got to understand each other's role all right now we got the attentions like when they pulled up on city hall and said nypd suck my dick mm-hmm. uh, i felt that shit what I felt that shit. And shout out to my brothers over there doing that Second Amendment, um, yeah. that Second Amendment rally out in Oklahoma. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. can't. Yeah, uh, shout out a, to my brothers. It's a couple they, of they going out there with the chappers. Yes, <laughs> and I, be, I, I'm all for gun. I, I'm all for protecting yours. Mm-hmm. Like the like, um, good friend, a uh, guy I don't know, uh, DJ Matt out in the Bronx. They had a march yesterday. Mm-hmm. That was that was a good turnout. Um, Corey K. He's a one of um he's a promoter and he promotes black excellence. I don't think you ever you ever heard about the black excellent ball? Black excellent yeah, when you it's like kinda like prom, right? Yeah. Yeah, I heard Okay, that. Corey K, he's one of the founders. Mm-hmm. He started he he did a march um I think it was last Friday or Saturday. Mm-hmm. But he's organizing stuff too. All these guys, you know, like remember when we I remember I think a time we talked about what happened to the party promoters, where they at? Right. They, okay. Now they stepping up. Now they stepping up. Yeah. You know the party promoters, the DJs, the ones that get the people's attentions. Mm-hmm. They're now stepping up, and they probably didn't. A lot of people don't know how to. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And you can't fault nobody for not knowing how to. Right. And but when they do, you got to acknowledge them and give them, you know, encouragement. Because I went up in Corey K's DM and I said, "Yo, keep doing what you're doing, Black man. Mm-hmm. I, I see you and I appreciate you. I don't know him." Mm-hmm. But, but I you, understand. You, you recognize, yes, do you know what I'm saying what he was doing? Yeah, yeah right. And, and you acknowledge him for that. Exactly. Yeah, that's what's up. Anybody that's doing positive, man, I'm re recognizing you. Um, this whole police shit, man. We could talk about this for days, man. Yeah, the fun shit. Day. We can go on days for days. Man. This motherfucker police, man. But, but fuck um, the police coming straight from the underground. I got a question for you to stay on Y'all topic. Nigga got it back because I'm brown. <laughs> um. How do you feel about Kyrie's Irving statements about we should not be playing, the NBA should not be resuming this season? I think, I disagree with that. I think the NBA should resume this season, and I wouldn't see that as a distraction because I agree with everything Stephen A. said on first take. Just because you're playing basketball don't mean you still can't be an activist. You still can do 
what you you still could do what you you know what I'm saying what you need to do why you know what I'm saying why you're on the court because at the end of the day even though you know what I'm saying you're standing for something you know I mean you, we, we're all standing for something we're mm. all you know but we're all behind it we're all behind this movement mm-hmm. and um I understand he wanted to he I, he actually he wanted to go with his team I don't know if the team wouldn't let him or the NBA wouldn't let him because he's not an active player. So I guess they taking all the active players. Right. And he went on the he went on that players call and you know was talking about how it was you know how how it was fishy and we how it was fishy and we shouldn't be playing. But I agree. I hundred percent agree with Matt Barnes. Don't sit out if you don't have a plan. Mm-hmm. That's like a nigga quitting his job right now and don't know what the fuck he gonna do. Okay. Like I quit. No. All right. What, what you gonna do? I don't know, nigga. I just fucking quit. Mm-hmm. No, man. I agree with that. Have a plan. You know. And I I say. My answer to that is, I think I I think the I think these major players should hit their owners in their pockets. Listen, you want us to play? I need all the y'all niggas to donate at least three to four hundred thousand, or you know whatever 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 amount is reasonable to you know to, to fund these programs in the black community because mm. the players have the leverage. Right. All the leverage is on the players' hands. You want us to play? This is what we want. Help right. us help you. Right. Okay. You 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 want to all right? You want to make you know what I'm saying? You want to salvage some of that money that you're losing? I get it. You know what I'm saying? We want a full paycheck. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, for us, it's not about money. For you guys, it is. So everybody, you know, every team has made a statement, you know, except for Dolan and the Knicks. Everybody's staying with the Black Lives Matter movement. Everybody's this and everybody's that. All right, so put your money where your pocket is. Oh, Dolan. I, need, I want was, all these teams. Dolan ain't saying nothing? No, Dolan, they're, he, they're, he's, you know, he's exercising his right to be solid. And as if I was a Knicks player. Is that a, wait. Well, is that a right? To, I mean, if I look if You me, have the right to not speak on the issue if you don't want to. And those that are silent, mm-hmm. that have the power to make change and don't are just as bad as the person that is oppressing and you. This is why I want them to play, because they could these motherfuckers got the power to make change. Sitting mm-hmm. out is not I mean, sitting sitting out, I understand why you want to sit out, but it's not gonna it's, it's not it's not I, doing anything. You, you can still be an activist and fight for what you believe in and still and still play. And you know, um, I spoke to another uh, another good friend of mine, and he was explaining to me that he's from the same position of play. Mm. But you know how everyone ha- it's yes play, but here's my reason why too. Mm. And he was saying because the younger guys that don't make that kind of money or on those kind of contracts will only last a year. Right, it right. will hurt the majority mm. instead of. You know the minority is just the, mm. the superstar dudes. Those right. are the minority. The majority it will hurt the ma- ma- uh, the majority of the guys that don't really get the chance that to play right. and so stuff like I don't, that. Or they're not or not getting big game checks right. like some right. like some right. other players. We and I agree. I don't. I don't. I don't agree yet because I understand where Kyrie's coming from and he's coming from a place. But see, Kyrie's situation is different because he can't play. He mm. can't play because he's hurt. So there's that's what they that's what they the clap back was oh they don't want you in Orlando because you can't play they don't want you to be at risk of mm-hmm. giving something so you can't come down here right Orlando not Orlando. right I mean mm-hmm. they you can't go to Orlando or whatever like mm-hmm. that but it hurts when you're trying to make a message and a lot of these NBA guys don't have a clue what the hell is going on outside of this like right. and. It's crazy because they don't know nothing about rape. They don't know nothing about brutality, race relations, nothing. They're like in a cocoon within themselves, mm-hmm. and it hurts. But um, I mean, with some white players, they do empathize with their black, you know. Yeah, but the league is 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 it's predominantly black, right? Right. I, I understand so, that. Part. But everybody has their own. Everybody, 
everybody's, I mean, all NBA players are on board for, you know, to stand up for what we believe in, but everybody mm-hmm. has their own reason for not playing. Right. But I just believe that I think the players, being that you do have the leverage and you do want to see a change, mm-hmm. make these owners pay for, you know what I'm saying, whatever city you motherfuckers is playing in, whether it be L.A., whether, you know, L.A., Miami, mm-hmm. Brooklyn, Utah, wherever the fuck it is. Because these owners put up, make these owners put up a couple hundred thousand right. to fund I you know, to fund these programs, uh-huh. and, and you know what I'm saying, and those black in those black communities. And when you, once you do that, we'll get back on the court. That I, should be a simple negotiation. I, Come up with a number. Yeah, because I think we, they all the NBA players is one shot. Of, they are literally one car stop away from being the next George Floyd. And I think because it doesn't, it, it hit NBA, but it didn't. Hit it like like if it was to happen to an actual active player that's actually making money and they're they're, they're the face of the league. Mm. The owners haven't said nothing. You know what I'm saying? Like right. all these other corporations that's jumping around saying, "Yo, we're gonna get back." It's all tax write off. What Nike did was bullshit. I don't even think it's tax write off. And I think Amazon did the same thing. I think Amazon made a statement to say, "We fuck with you niggas, but mm. we don't fuck with you niggas." And I think what I mean by that is, I think they just made a statement to make black people go, "Oh, word." Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Oh yeah, you know what I'm saying? Y'all stand with us, blah blah. All right, we gonna continue to spend money with you. Mm-hmm. And I just think, you know, I, I think I think a lot of those, I think a lot of those company statements, are, I think a lot of those company statements are bullshit. To be honest with you, it is bullshit. It's real, real bullshit. Y'all just want the y'all, y'all want the black dollar, and that's when I started. Because I hear a lot of people saying, you know, I hear a lot of people say, you know, the black dollar is the most valuable dollar. We spend the most money, and you know what I'm saying. You, you know what I mean? And I'm starting, I'm starting to realize that. I'm, I'm really starting to realize that because. Without us, a lot of shit won't be a lot of shit wouldn't be popping out here. And I see a lot of people on social media continue to continue to tag and let's start shedding some light on these black owned businesses, man. I love what these people are doing. Uh, you you have celebrities and people with a big following putting up posts saying, you know, tag a black tag a black business below. I found a lot of I found a lot of black businesses. I found a lot of black podcasts and um. We should continue to spend. We should start and continue to spend money with our people, and we should hit them in the. We should hit them in the pockets, man. I, I, I'm a firm believer of that because, this, and this is why the and you know Rona Rona hit them in the pockets. Why you think? Why the fuck you think we open it right now? Listen, right. city need that money, right? Well, I, I don't think we're. I'm not gonna say we're nowhere near ready because. They tried. They they tried to set us back and saying the protest led to twenty one thousand new cases. They just shut down Miami again. Yeah, uh, yeah, I know that because a lot of people were going to Florida because they were open open. <laughs> but what I'm saying is really twenty one. This is what y'all. So this is what y'all gonna run with. Mm-hmm. Twenty one thousand new cases of mm-hmm. Rona. I don't. I don't. I don't even remember. 2,100, let alone 210 people going to the hospital. And they did go to the hospital because they got shot with the fucking rubber bullets. Which, them shit should be illegal too. And if I'm not mistaken, Reg, you probably know more of this than me. Weren't rubber bullets like meant to like shoot at the ground or shoot at something to ricochet? It wasn't meant to just shoot straight at a human being. They were meant to like shoot down or shoot across. It was it's meant something to like stop you. I'm going. I'm gonna have to Wikipedia it was, it was rubber meant bullet. For your body. It was. It was meant for your body. It wasn't meant to shoot you dead in your head. Like square in the middle of your head, or pe- people lost their eyes. People yes. lost their, their that young their, girl. Their, lost, yeah, that little took one straight to the head, and her eye was just gone. That doesn't make any sense. That's yeah. inhumane. Them rubber bullets, man. They I don't know why they think that shit is. I don't know why they think using that as an alternative was man. fucking was a was a was a, a better idea. Man, listen, that shit was fucking insane, rubber bullets. Man. Bullets. Um, they. Sh- I seen a guy get 
he got shot square in his face mm-hmm. with a tear ga- with a tear um tear gas canister mm-hmm. straight in his face. They hit him in his face. He turned around. He he couldn't see, and they shot him straight in his face. I seen a cop in L.A. point a gun straight at a little kid. Yeah, straight at a little kid. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. If we were to become more militant, more eye for an eye, where you create an asymmetrical situation, they wouldn't like that. Know what's happening? That's why a lot of these motherfuckers are just like fuck it. Yeah, they don't have the they don't have they don't have the fear in their pocket no more. They don't no. have they don't have that. You know what? They don't have control. That's what this shit is all about. It's control. It's, it's all, all about, about control. control. And the, the police lost control. Right. So now what? What's your next move? You got the <laughs> the, the bad cops was the inmates running the prison. Right. They want they that's what they would. I seen I seen yo I've seen I seen the video of the silent protest. They was just sitting in the middle of the street. Cops just need them. Kicked them, mm-hmm. stomped over. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Need them, like you know, to make them fall. Yeah, and stomp. You know, with their right. riot shield, or whatever, and just walked over. Yeah, that silent pro. I'm not gonna listen. I'm not gonna go out here and say it's not working because some of it is working. But young people keep doing what you're doing. Yeah. Keep busting these windows, burning shit down, yeah. stealing they shit because you. Because uh, you know, a lot of times we don't. A lot of times we don't get a young generation young uh, enough credit because they do be out here wilding. You know. Doing doing all that dumb shit, smoke, you know, lean and all this other dumb shit they be doing. Well, well, lean is old, but you know what I mean. I got you. There's some people. It's dumb shit. These this, this new generation. Was some doing of these work. kids need to understand, and we need to understand also. Um, racism and capitalism, they kind of like go hand in hand. The moment, yeah, mm-hmm. it was a I seen a, a a meme or a drawing where there were four guys looking out the window. One guy had so much money, he couldn't see the window. So he was looking above the window. Mm-hmm. So he was basically seeing himself or nothing. Mm-hmm. There was another guy that had money and some books. Um, he seen the balance. Mm-hmm. There was a guy that had uh, no books. Mm-hmm. So he couldn't even see the window. Mm-hmm. And there was a guy that was, you know, he was struggling to see. He went, he saw everything just right. You know what I'm saying? So it was about perception. And when your perception is off, everything falls out of out of sync. Mm-hmm. And we are at that position right now where nothing is gonna make sense or stop or starting to it's gonna be a lot more revelations of who we are. This mm-hmm. test this is this is a test right now. Um I appreciate it. I like how we Carrying around I love each how other. we moving I love how we moving out here We still got some things That we, we have to work out But we definitely have to Hold each other accountable for And we definitely have to Be more disciplined When you Walk with certain kind of Like you say That discipline And you letting someone know I'm not to be fucked with Respect me as a man And I'm gonna respect you Those simple core principles And values Go a long way And a lot of people Don't understand that You know Even the fact that the police department was founded off the principles of the slave, of the slave patrol. Mm-hmm. That's what, you know, if you base something off of capturing slaves and then evolve it into a police department, those principles of catching slaves or bringing home a slave head or, you know what I'm saying? Yo, speaking of slaves, have you seen the trailer for this new series called Cracker? Is it real? I didn't, I thought it Yo, was clickbait. it looked real to me. I thought it was clickbait. It might be real, 
But the shit was the shit was crazy. I'm looking at this shit like who the, at first I'm like who the fuck made this shit, y'all? Yeah, you know what I'm saying. And if you guys are not familiar with Cracker, is there's a trailer on YouTube about a series called Cracker about the roles being re, the roles being reversed in history where blacks being the slave owners and the whites being the slaves. Mm-hmm. And I get what is he. Does the guy go into like some type of hot tub time machine or something like that? Like he sticks know. his head and he comes out and this nigga's in the 1800s or something. Oh yeah, and they, and 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 the black slave owner asks him, "What's your name?" He says, "Michael." And he says, "No, cracker, <laughs> your name is such and such some shit." Oh, and then they show, they, you know, and they show the black slave owner raping the, raping the white woman in front of her in front of her husband and shit like that. It's just like a full, it's like a full role reversal. And instead of nigga. They up, you know, they all saying cracker, like cracker. you know, what I'm saying. I, th- I think one of them was trying to escape, but he was in the woods, and they came with the shotgun. Where you going, cracker? Mm-mm. Like I'm looking at this shit, like, Bro. who the fuck made this, y'all? It's so much. It's so. But this bad. shit was so crazy. I'm like, oh, with this cracker shit, man. But yeah, I don't, I, I don't know what the, I don't know what the fuck is so hard. I really don't. All the, all we want is these police that's out here killing all these innocent black people, convicted and thrown in fucking jail. Treat them like how you treat from yeah, from everybody, else. from Philando Castile to Terrence Crutcher to Sandra Bland, Sean Bell, Mike Brown. The list goes on and on. Freddie Gray, all the way down to motherfucking Amadou. <laughs> you know what I mean? Come on, man. What, 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 what year was Amadou? Ninety one, some shit like nine, that. Nine, nine, nine two six. Nine, nine six. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, man. From from Timothy Stansberry. Ninety six, ninety seven. Might even you know been ninety eight. Y'all kill X. Let Zimmerman live. The streets is done. Yeah. <laughs> Zimmerman should have been taken out. Streets is done. Those I are my, those are my last words because I know we about to wrap it up. But yeah. if we, if I get the last word, y'all kill X and let Zimmerman live. Streets is done. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. You just, man, listen. <clears throat> all I got to say to all my to all my listeners out there, you know, tell people pick a side. Pick the right side. Yeah, I was just about to say that. Tell pick the right, the right side. side. And you know where the right side is. That's where the black hand is at. And stay safer. Be happy, safe happy out June there. Happy Juneteenth to everybody. Stay safer, you guys. Know, you know, stay, yeah, stay, stay, stay basically. Just stay safe, man. Happy yeah. Juneteenth to everybody. Rest in peace to all the innocent black lives that we lost. Black lives still and always will matter. matter. Bottom line. And we are black. And we're black. And we are out. Peace, y'all. It's everyday life. You already know the vibes. You already know the vibes. Peace.
don't know if there's another trusting memory. Hold it, give me one second. Oh, I'm so sorry, but I'm too tired to... 